Welcome to the Conscious Leaders Podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by transformational stories that can support you to thrive in a new level of consciousness to live a life filled with love, peace, and joy? This is Dr. Aziza Jalaluddin, founder of Go Global Business School and the host for this podcast, a project of Rich Women Magazine. We bring you stories of conscious leaders, change makers, and global mentors who have created tremendous value to the world through their business and their lives. We bring you their alignment stories, their business growth plans, and also how it can support you in your clarity and inspiration for you to serve the world at a whole new level. We look forward to having more of you be transformed and influenced through these stories. Let's jump right in. We have with us an amazing guest all the way from Israel, Mr. David Talmor. Welcome, sir. We are going to be introducing you shortly, just saying a hello to you. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's a thrill and exciting and challenging and always fascinating to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. This podcast series is brought to you by Rich Women Magazine Club. And we are so excited that this series is bringing to you redefining the way that leadership is seen in the world, looking at every single human being at cellular level memories. How do we resonate? Today's conversation is going to revolve around resonating because in conscious leadership is about resonating at a whole new level of clarity and power. This is in alignment with our five intelligence framework in conscious leadership program of Go Global Business School. We'll talk into that in a bit. Today's guest, Mr. David Telmore, as I he said hello to everyone. I want all of you to really welcome this amazing human being. Mr. David has decades of experience working in large and mid-sized companies in the US, Europe, and the Middle East, both as a member of the management teams of industrial and high-tech companies and a management consultant to such companies. His focus has been on business flows and in his and he's the author of many articles as well as the industry standard book, Supply Chain for Liquids. David utilized extensive investigation of nature and natural processes to gain new resonating based understandings of human interactions in general and energy flows and resonating in businesses in particular. Welcome, David. We're so excited to discuss with you all these amazing topics that you are specialized in. Welcome to the stage. Fantastic. Delighted to be here. Yes, indeed. So we're going to start off with the, what you call the signature question of this podcast series. What is conscious leadership means to you? It's the key question. And I'm glad you let off exactly with that. And as you just mentioned, my approach is to look at the way that the world works, nature works, and apply that to people and their interactions. And that certainly is completely appropriate for conscious leadership. There's two aspects of the way the world works that we can really see how important they are for conscious leadership. One is what, it, what, in, what in science is called natural frequencies and forced frequencies. Every single thing, every single person, every tree, every building has a natural frequency 
That's the internal frequency. That's the frequency of the vibration which that person generates, that animal generates, that tree generates. Every object has a natural frequency, meaning it's vibrating at a certain frequency. That's the way the world works. It's happening whether we know about it, pay attention to it or not. So natural frequency distinguishes between a per, in a person distinguishes between who am I? What is my natural frequency? And I refer to natural frequency as my authentic energy. So naturally, I, I can be ahead of the game if I start to distinguish between my own natural frequency that comes from within me and a forced frequency that comes from the outside. Let me quickly mention the second aspect of nature that's really important for conscious leadership. And as you said, Dr. Aziz, thank you. And that is resonating. Resonating is when two objects are generating vibrations in, a way, in such a way that uh, it resonates with the other one. They're on the same frequency. And resonating is the point of interaction. Let's say everything is energies and there's a lot of energies floating around, but the, the action takes place when things resonate. So let's talk about how that applies to conscious leadership. And I think it's almost self-evident. Conscious leadership, the first point is natural frequency. It is a leader generate vibrations that people trust her or trust him. Do they, are they consistent in the frequencies that they generate? They're natural frequencies. They're telling one story, which is their own story. That's the, the conscious leadership is, is generating on frequencies that come from one source, from the leader's own internal source. That's the frequency that person is generating at. And I would say, in, in general, even for any individual, a leader or not a leader, it's, it has nothing to do with leadership, but anybody, we talked earlier today, for example, about uh, what is peace and like that. And so when a person can identify within herself or within himself that what is a natural frequency that is coming from within me versus what is a forced frequency that's coming to me from outside, it's a big step forward for the person being truer to themselves, as I say, for, for conscious leadership occurs at the level of natural frequency. And that can be of, of one, say, owner of a company or a family that runs a company having one set of natural frequencies by which the leadership is taking place. So if you combine that the natural frequencies that are coming out from some that somebody is generating that is being transmitted and that everybody around them is receiving so they're all receiving natural frequencies and then the other part is the resonating resonating is when conscious leadership isn't there focused solely on leadership itself the conscious leader is conscious of the frequencies of all the people around her or around him. So they're, they're paying attention to resonating. What frequency do I want to, do I, should I be on 
when I want to move something forward or announce something or create some energies in the company, a conscious leader tunes in to the energies of people because based on the way the world works, if the leader resonates with the person, with the people around her or him, then those people will respond. That's what resonating is all about, making things happen. So if, when, not if, sorry, bad word, if, when the, the conscious leadership is acting at natural frequency and is conscious of the frequencies of all the people around them and are broadcasting on those frequencies, listening to know what frequencies to broadcast on and broadcasting on those frequencies, that's, to me, those are two of the very important key elements of what conscious leadership is all about. Is that, does that uh, answer your question, Dr. Aziz? Does that address the point you're making? I have to say that is so amazing. It's going into such deep conversation. I just love the natural frequency versus the false frequency. We're going to definitely uh, look into that in a deeper perspective in a bit, especially when we talk on consciousness, the way that you say tuning in to the energy of people around us to ensure that we get things done, we make things happen. And I feel that's what a conscious leader is focused in for the highest good of humanity and the highest good of everything that we do. And I'm just getting so excited when I hear all of that. David, all the conversations we've been having has been in very high frequency, I have to say. And you bring in so much of wisdom to this space. I want to ask you this question because you have worked many business owners and organizations and corporates. What have you seen in the way that they lead with these kind of, when we talk on conscious leadership or the vibration that they bring in natural frequency, how much has that been happening? Or what do you see has been the case in your personal uh, story, in your personal life? Sure. And, and I think any of us can relate to the question you asked, uh, just asked Dr. Aziza, because for leaders, or, or again, for anybody, let one, one of the key places where we see this is a person in a position, if it's the, the, the head of a company or the head of a country, something, there's a difference between what in the two, I think of it in terms of the two hats they wear. Say the president of a company, so she has her own personal hat. She, her authentic energies, what, what her, her natural frequencies. That's, she knows what they are. And then she knows what her owner hat is. And, to, and so maybe when she arrives at work, she takes off her personal hat, her authentic, her, her natural frequencies hat, and really puts on a forced frequencies hat. And in order to be the, the role player in that position. And what does that do? It may be effective theoretically, but the price is paid by that person. And I think, again, not just related to leadership, anybody in any position in a company. Of course, there's going to, it's nothing is black and white, and we don't wear just one hat or the other. We're, we, they mix. But the degree to which a person is able to integrate, and especially a leader, is able to integrate those two hats 
has a big impact not only on how the company works, but how they themselves thrive in the leadership position. And I and in response to your question, that's one of the characteristics that, that I would say is really key. And I particularly work in family businesses where that the, the personal piece of it and the business piece of it are both very strong. There's always a really super strong dynamic between the, the personal family side of things and the business side of things. So the degree to which the, the company, the leaders are able to integrate those two pieces of what they're doing, it's a really important aspect of what conscious leadership can be like for the leaders themselves. Yeah, I, I, I want to really talk into this a little deeper because when we talk into family dynamics, that's a whole different world. And as you, in your own personal experience, uh, how have you been engaging yourself in conscious leadership? And is there any time in your life you felt like you could be more of that? Is there any such stories you have? I Let me say, I can't help but saying there's this, it's not that I'm in a leadership position at all, but there's this amazing thing going on of go global and rich woman that have come together and what what go global and rich woman have done together is to create an environment where quite literally minute after minute these issues come up and are discussed so have i had any event in my life where these have been particularly prominent. I would say these last several days have been an astonishing, an astonishing experience on exactly these issues. And, and they've been addressed by people from around the world of all different stations in life, all different backgrounds. And, and so it's been really moving and, and, and enriching to be part of the, these, this room over the, the 24-7 is about halfway through now. And th- I would say this is one of the most uh, astonishing experiences I've had. I can say, if not every single conversation, almost every conversation, I've heard these two issues, natural frequencies and, and forced frequencies and resonating, discussed, maybe never even using those words, but they've always been right there, and, and there have been many examples of them. So I want to just um, ask you, what are the various uh, situations that can inspire, impact, influence, natural frequency? I, I, I think awareness is is the really first thing if if we're aware once once we are aware that there's two different things natural frequency and forced frequency then we start to see them once you see them you can start to work with them and when i say see them of course we don't see them at all that's what frequencies and vibration and resonating you often can't see it, don't sense it, anything like that. But we can feel it. Uh, different people in different ways feel it in different ways. 
So I would say that uh, the first and most important aspect is awareness. Be aware. I want something. Wait a second. I, I have a vision. Wait a second. Is that coming from within me? Or did that come from somewhere else? Where did it come from? And to start distinguishing between natural frequencies and forced frequencies. Thank you. Thank you for that. And awareness is the key to anything that we are doing in our life. And you just have to emphasize it and make sure that we are resonating with that. David, how have your leadership grown over the years? Have you seen yourself evolve in the leadership? Can you share with us your personal story of evolving in your leadership and your story of getting into this conversation on resonance that you have? Sure. sure. I'll make it really brief because sometimes when people tell their life story, it, it goes a bit on and on. But let me tell you, it, it flows together with this whole conversation. For many years, there's been a theme to my work, and it has to do with flow. I'm, I've always been mostly involved in operations, manufacturing, logistics, these kind of things. I wrote the book on supply chain for liquids, so supply chain is a flow and liquids are a flow. And I went through the usual path of being a consultant, an entry-level consultant, and then advancing to more leadership positions within consulting companies. And, and as the director of logistics or the director of manufacturing in, in various production firms. And what this, this theme, it's what's really interesting is this theme of flow has been developing, it's, a, it's an arc, it's, a, it's an ongoing theme, and I really feel like it's part of my story, so to speak, is this issue of flow, and not the topic of flow, say. And that's, that led then, there, w- there was a certain incident. I'll, t- I'll say exactly what it was. I had this background of, of, of leadership and, and advancing in different ways, related to consulting and and business positions that related to flow in various ways. And I, I had a situation here. I, on my other hat, my personal hat, there there was a there's a couple who lives not far from, from where I am, and they have an astonishing relationship, interpersonal relationship. And and we're good friends, but I asked them if I could interview them. And they agreed. I interviewed them and wrote it up. And and what I realized from that was exactly the question you asked, Dr. Aziza. Where did that spark? Where did I get that that understanding of resonating? It was from their story. They never used the word uh, energies or resonating, anything like that. But from the side, with my background, seeing flows, looking at things as flows and movement and stuff like that, it, it came into my head. And after that, I've I've been completely entranced by by this because number one this is the way the world works everything i've said here everything i would talk about there's nothing new please go google natural frequencies forced frequencies resonating that it's all existing knowledge of the way the world works 
And what has enchanted me then, once I got into it, is to take that understanding of the way the world works, which is flow in an energy sense, not in a liquid sense like I used to do, in an energy sense, and and apply it to, to different situations, including businesses, leadership, my leadership. I, I very specifically, during conversations, somebody will say something, and instead of saying, I'm not sure what you're saying, I don't know this, that, the other, I'll say, let me understand the frequency that you're talking me on, talking with me on, and, and re- literally use this phraseology. And it opens up a lot of doors because it takes away a lot of the judgmental or anything like that. It's a very clean technique. So that's how, in general, it developed with me. I, be, I became aware of that aspect of energy, of nature, the whole thing about uh, f- frequencies, vibrations, and uh, resonating. And once I did, it has been really a running, running activity for me in many, with, with in many situations. Dr. Aziz, does that relate to the, the question you asked? Absolutely. Of course it does. When you say you were doing uh, all these books and activities on liquid, and now you are into energy, I just feel like it's a different state of the same. If I understand you correctly, I feel exactly the same way. It's the same thing. It's a different manifestation, uh, water versus energies. But that's why I see it as the arc of my life. And so that's why I feel like not only both with my own understanding, but through the various positions that I've held, I can really look back and see how this thing, how this has been part of the development of that whole process. Yes. That is so beautiful. And you say you work a lot with families, uh, family businesses right now. Yes. And in terms of family business and education and growth for leadership, what do you feel are the gaps in, in, in the family nuclear and how can we make best the situation? to improve family nuclear in business leadership. Okay, and I, I, it goes back exactly to these topics. Let's just talk about frequencies. As an example, in, in a family business, a natural situation is that different members of the family have different interests. Some are highly prioritized on the business and loyalty and dedication to the business has, is the frequency with the highest amplitude. That means for those members of the family, that's the frequency that's the strongest and, and makes the most noise, is the most powerful. Let's say it like that. And by nature, there's going to be other members of the family that are on different frequencies, that have different interests, that are, of course, inter- are on the business frequency to some degree, but they, they also have other interests. So one of one of the, the topics that has come up and, and that we've we've raised in conversations and explored is let's identify which frequency each person is on. And this particularly applies to say an earlier generation and the next generation of a family business. Okay, so let's say there's a member of the next generation that is less tuned into 
what the business is all about. Let's identify what that member's frequency is, what their real interest is, and how can we create resonance? How can that frequency contribute to the family business? It's, it creates a natural connection that the business benefits from and the individual benefits from. So what that's doing is allowing a, multiple, a multitude of frequencies. It's not just the one, the, uh, the, the business itself, but it does. it's a method that takes into account the frequencies of each of the members of the family and works to make them resonate together. So that approach... It's we all anybody who works with family businesses is aware of the terrible pain that comes along when, let's say, the next a member of the next generation is forced to adapt to the values and the importance of the business. It's painful because there's a conflict between that person's natural frequency and forced the forced frequency of the business, and that can be converted to resonating. That's a beautiful thing to have happen for the business and for the individual. So, David, as I we round off this uh, interview, that is like what you said. This can go on for a long time because there's such a so many angles to look at this. Do you use any particular methodology or tools for this resonating process? You bet. Number one. One of the tools is the vocabulary. It, when I start talking in terms of a frequency, a vibration, frequency, and resonating, it levels the playing field because pe- none of the people in a conversation would have ne- necessarily thought about it. So it's a new vocabulary. It's a clean vocabulary. So that's one of the tools is use the language of nature. And, and bring it in, and then it changes the whole dynamic of the conversation. Because if you say, oh, you don't work hard enough, or you put in more hours, those are the old conversations that have been going on for years and have not really led to anything productive. So if you bring a new language in, then it's a really productive way to create a new environment, a new interaction. And then the other, another tool is to, as we said, about resonating, seeing what frequencies the business is on, different people in the business are on. And, and the tool is really to go through and identify it, have the people identify for themselves and definition of what the frequency uh, that the business is resonating, is vibrating at. Though bringing these as I said at the beginning, the whole approach is to bring the way the world works and apply it to these situations. So the, bringing those, all those aspects of the way the world works, yes, bring those in and the language, the methodologies, and you can really expand on it to the degree that is appropriate in terms of applying the way the world works to any particular situation. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, David. As we round off and the work that you do is so important uh, to the world right now because I just love the way that you are speaking into new vocabularies. That is what's lacking in this space right now. If you 
if anybody's watching this podcast series that we have been bringing to everyone, we are looking at a new world of possibilities through conscious leadership. In the five intelligence framework that we work on, it is the environmental intelligence, emotional intelligence, spiritual intelligence, physical intelligence, and financial intelligence. And these five intelligence, a new way of looking at where do we stand right now in our space of growth and what are the areas we need to focus becoming aware to expand on in the last five episodes including what david you have spoken about today has been with mentors and conscious leaders who have excelled in at least one or a few of these intelligence and that's how it has been highlighted today's conversation david you have actually touched on not just physical intelligence but also I would say uh, emotional and spiritual intelligence all put together, and which is so needed to see how humanity can shift just by showing up with new way of being, new frequency, new vibration. And I, we know that the work of what Rich Women Magazine has been doing in its own beautiful space with Rich Women Society has resonated and has been clearly defined with what Go Global Business School has been doing. And so I'm so seeing the possibility of all these beautiful people coming together in one unity because of the clarity we stand for the work that we do. So thank you, David, for all these uh, beautiful conversation you had with us. Is there anything else you want to tell us before we close the session? Yeah, let me just wrap up. Number one, to say it's a thrill to to see these things happen. And I, I have been doing these things and it's a thrill i can tell you and i look forward to any opportunity to make this happen but what's the fi the final and most important thing i can say is this environment that's been created over the last few days has been amazing thrilling terrific and so many thanks to dr marina and to dr aziz for the vision and the ability to create such a, not just a nurturing environment, an environment, a hothouse, I would call it, that encourages growth and encourages flourishing and openness. And there have been wonderful things that have come up, up to now, and I'm sure they will continue over the rest of the course of these sessions. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that comes, that concludes the session for the podcast today and we like to thank everyone listening in you want to keep on hearing to all these beautiful conscious leaders sharing their story their version of what is conscious leadership and how in your life when you when you apply all these beautiful ways of beingness it will cause so much of transformation to experience love, peace, and joy. Thank you, and we'll see you in the next episode. This episode is sponsored by MTN Press. MTN Press is the publishing house behind niche publications like Rich Human, Sovereign, and the Quantum of Light magazines, all British brands with a global reach. They deliver the good news straight to the desk of decision makers, the CEOs, presidents, CFOs, consultants, investors, influencers, bankers, PR agencies, heads of global operations, to name just a few. They also offer specialized support through a range of bespoke services, tools, and systems to help publishers like you grow both their presence and business. Whether you are running a blog, 
a niche magazine or thinking to start one, their expert knowledge in the world of publishing can give you the tools and the expertise and the confidence you need to succeed. Check them out at mtnpress.co.uk or follow the link in the episode description.